Thanks for listening to a YPC podcast. We believe God wants to do so much for you and through you, and we'd love to hear about it. Take a second to send your story to office at ypcprior.com and enjoy the message today. Come on, can we celebrate Jesus today? Amen. Love it, love it, love it. Father, we are just so humbled, so honored to be a part of what you are doing in the lives of so many people, God. It would not be appropriate for us not to just pause right here, pause in our 10-year journey to this point, Father God, and just say thank you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the lives that have been changed. Thank you for the stories, Father God, of, of just Jesus coming in and changing people's lives, Father. Lord, we thank you for it. We invite you here. This service is a celebration to you, Father. We love you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's hard when you watch those videos, you hear people's stories, not to get nostalgic, you know what I mean, as you look back over the last 10 years of our church. We actually moved our family back to Northeast Oklahoma. We, I, I was born and raised in, in uh, Broken Arrow, but we had moved away to Kansas I did uh, eight years on a supportive ministry staff there in Kansas, and we'd moved back to Mays County area, or back to Oklahoma, in 2008. In fact, it was spring break of 2008 when we moved back. Um, We actually had two houses for sale back in Kansas. We had our house that we were living in, and then I had an investment property. We decided to sell everything and move here, and uh, those houses were, they just stayed on the market. If you'll remember, 07, 08, 09, that's kind of when the market fell out, and uh, nobody was buying houses. And so we, we came, and all we had was, uh, was hope, a dream, and a prayer. And uh, we showed up. I can remember we actually uh, we put our kids in Wagner school systems because we lived with Tyra's parents um, in Wagner until our houses were to sell and we could move here. Um, so we were living in Wagner and um, put our kids in school to finish out the year. And I can remember my son, Taylor, coming home, seventh grade at the time, came home and was like, Dad, there was a fight in school today. And I'm like, oh, boys will be boys. And he was like, no, it was the teachers. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have we done, God? Where in the world have you brought us, right? I remember the beginning days. I remember launch team meetings at Emerald City. Uh, In fact, the Emerald City family is still here today, and I'm thankful for what they're doing. I I remember those days. I I remember... Um, the yard signs, right? So this, this was a great idea. We didn't have social media. And so we printed these yard signs. See the original logo? Still has the road in it, right? And I think we got like a hundred of these. And during a launch team meeting on Tuesday night, we passed them out to everyone. And we said, just go stick them everywhere you can. And so all over Mays County was these signs. Actually, it was just prior. Um, were these signs uh, talking about launching Easter weekend, and then we had our, our website, and uh, we got so much traffic off of these signs. These were great. I don't know why we still don't do these. We littered the community with these, and then it was funny because after we launched, we sent our team out and collected all the signs, and we stuck them in Mike Wallace's front yard, so <laughs> it was great, and so 
he actually, it was funny because last week I had a bunch of these signs on my desk back here in the offices, and uh, he, Mike had, must have been cleaning out his garage or something because all these signs showed back up, and so he's uh, returning them home. We have these shirts printed. These are the very first vintage Your Place Church shirts. Um, we gave these out on year one of our, of our church. We did a big celebration, and we asked everybody to get a shirt, and we were going to meet in the park. Is this right? The park, that way. No. Yes, somewhere over there. Over there is the park, right? Somewhere over there was the park. And uh, we had all of these shirts, man. We took over the park that day. It was amazing. A lot of you don't know this, but we were originally scheduled to launch in the rec center. But um, we had gone before the, the city council. We had made requests. Um, but it was taking too long before they would get their approval and the appropriate paperwork. And so I had the all-red theater on backup for Your Place Church. We were going to launch in the oldest theater in Oklahoma, okay? And, uh, and something about that just didn't fit right with my heart. And uh, the only thing good I could see about that is we wouldn't need a screen, right? We, would, we just wouldn't need a screen. Everything else was like that was just not a great idea, and I'll never forget when our friends Jerry and Stephanie Webster came to us on a Tuesday night, and Jerry was like, will you just let me show you a warehouse? And I'm like, I just don't think a warehouse would make a great church. He's like, just let me show you. And so I agreed, and we came over here, and the only air conditioning was up in that, that kids' ministry room up there and down over here. That was all the air. There was no walls. There was no AC. None of these lights, no sound system, but something about this place just felt right. So we agreed, we signed the contract, and all we had was an empty warehouse and a dream. And I can remember April the 12th, 2009, we were getting ready for our very first one service on the weekend. It was a one service. It was an Easter service. I had no idea if anybody was even going to show up. I was pretty sure at least my launch team, which was about 30, 35 people, would be there. Um, but I had no idea if anybody would come. And that weekend, we had 134 people show up at our very first ever service. And we had six people say yes to Jesus. Amen. We can celebrate that. Six people on launch day. Here we are 10 years later, three services, several life groups. We've got a staff of almost 30 people, a summer internship program. We now own this warehouse, and we're actively renovating it. Raise your hands if you were here on that very first service. Anybody? Got a few people over here? A few people here? Right on. How many people you were here the first year? The first year, you kind of, you kind of yeah, got a few people. Come on, let's celebrate for the lifers. They've been with us the whole time. I can't help but be, become a little bit overwhelmed to think about what God has done over the last 10 years. I can remember even just thinking about a church name, you know, and this is back when we were still in Topeka. We haven't even moved here yet, and um, this, is, this is super spiritual. This is like people ask us, how did you get the name Your Place Church? And this is how it happened right here. This is probably too much information, but it is what it is. Tyra was in a bubble bath, okay? She was in a bubble bath at our home back in Topeka. And I'm in the, I can remember we had a, our master bedroom was downstairs and we had a living room downstairs. And I was over there doing something in the hallway and she, she shouts from the bathroom, hey, what do you think about the name Your Place Church? And I can remember going, what? <laughs> Why would we name it that? 
right? And about that time, she says, because everybody will have a place. And I was like, oh, that's really good. You know what I mean? I'm like, that sounds amazing. And so that, that's where the name came from. We just, we just had this heart that everybody has a place at your place church. I can remember coming to Mays County not knowing a soul and not even knowing if this was going to work. And we had savings and we were hoping to sell those houses and invest into the launch of your place church. And I can remember the day that those savings went away because we were trying to keep our houses, you know, we had to keep them staged and keep them working and keep them all the power on and everything and continue paying those mortgages. And I can remember sowing every penny we had into this thing and just crossing our fingers and praying. That's living by faith right there. That's what that is. Some people would say, no, that's stupidity. We, we just believed that God was going to do something powerful. And if I can be honest with you, I did not know 10 years ago if I had what it took to be a pastor. I did not know if this thing would have worked. And so when I stand on this stage before you guys today, I am humbled at the grace of God, at his strength, at his mercy. I'm humbled that you guys would come and call this place your church home. And I'm reminded of a scripture that the Lord gave us in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And I think it's fitting that we just, we, we pause and read this scripture. This is years ago the Lord talked to us and told us to, to look up this scripture. He said, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. A land with brooks, streams, deep springs gushing out into the valleys and hills. A land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees pomegranates, olive oil, and honey, and where bread will not be scarce, and you will lack nothing. And I'm going to tell you, nine years ago, when we had had given every penny that we had to this thing, we clung to this verse. Like, God, you said, this is our verse. And to this day, we're still, some of us in the room, man, we're hanging on to this verse A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. Man, this has been a prophetic word for not just your place church, but for everybody. Many of us who have sowed into this thing. We didn't have a place to live in the beginning days. We lived with her parents. And we wanted to sell those houses and buy a house here in Mays County. But but we just, we couldn't because the bank would look at us and say, you have no job. You're starting a church and you have two houses that you're responsible for, come back again, Sonny. You know what I mean? And yet God took care of us, and he sustained us. We, uh, we ended up renting a house. Okay, so if this is north, it was over here in Deer Creek, right? And we rented a house over there, and that became not only our home, but our church offices. And that's where your place church began. We, we hung on to the scripture in Haggai chapter 1 where it says, listen, if you build my house, I'll build yours. If you build my house, I'll build yours. And so Tyra and I really, up until last summer, we've invested the majority of our life here just investing into his house, into building your place church. And last summer, God saw it fit to give us our dream home. And so we have no intentions on leaving Amen? We're not going anywhere. Your place church isn't going anywhere. We're going to continue on doing what God has called us to do. Can I have an amen, someone? 
That's good. The, the scripture goes on in verse 10, and it says, When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you this day. See, I think this is a testimony for all of us. Man, you, you remember who you were before Jesus. You remember your life. You remember where you were as a family, where you were in your career, where you were in your relationships, where you were in the journey and the healing of your bodies. You remember that. And this is what the Lord's saying to us. Be careful that you don't forget the Lord. Don't forget failing to observe his commands and his laws and his decrees I'm giving you today. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and your gold increases and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you'll forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. Friends, I will never forget what God has done here. I'll never forget. When Reuben told his story, dear Lord, right? Most of you, you had no idea that he walked through a season like that. And I could probably line people up for the rest of our service time today and tell you story after story after story after story of life change that's happened at your place, church. You know, I looked back through my personal journal the last week or so, and I, and I, and I have highlights of moments throughout our last 10 years. November 6, 2011, it said last night, last Sunday night, November 6, that our staff prayer, I saw our church as a beacon of help and hope. People are running to us, and we have to meet their needs. We have to know what to say to them. We have to, we have the answer to their issues. I genuinely feel what Solomon prayed when he said, give me wisdom on how to lead your people. And then I saw people just sinking in the miry clay, and they were clawing themselves out of what looked like quicksand. And as they were struggling to get out of their addictions, as they were struggling to get out of their situations, as they were struggling for help, all of a sudden, there was, it was red. It was a red flash that went throughout Mays County. And it was a beacon, and it just did it again. And it did it again. And I can remember the Lord pulled me up because we were praying right here. And the Lord pulled me up. And I saw your place church at the center of that beacon that went all over Mays County. And people saw the light and they started crawling to this place. April 3rd, 2012. For the first time, I saw how the beacon I saw in the vision connects to the presence of God and his word and the experience of your place church. How it all connects to reaching, connecting, and equipping people to live what they believe, and how it happens over and over again. And then it happens in different communities, on different campuses, year after year after year. I see it, is what I wrote. In 2012, is when the Lord told me, listen, believe me for this facility. Believe me for this. We're 20, it's like 9, 10, 11, 12. We're three years old. And God's like, believe me for this church. And I'm like, God, that seems so big. And he says, what do you want from me for me? And I'm like, well, God, we want this space. And in 2015, the Lord gave us this space. And 
I can remember in November 11th in 2015, it was a Tuesday prayer. Seven people were in attendance. And the Lord spoke, and he said, the renovation will happen in the Spirit. Even, when, even though we'll cast vision and make it available to our people to give towards it, the weight of it will happen right here in the presence of God, in the Spirit. I believe that God wants to use us as his voice into the body of Christ as the right way to believe God for a facility. Amen, everyone? We're, this is not going to have to take us 30 years. We're believing, God, that supernatural things are happening to you so supernatural things can happen to your place, church. Amen? We're believing that. January 30th, 2018, all church prayer. The Bible tells me undeniable experiences will mark 2018. In Mark 16, the, the Bible says the Lord confirms his words with signs following, and it dawned on me. All of the things that we've been praying about for all of these years are happening. They're happening. The Lord is multiplying our voice in the community. He's enlarged our space. We're no longer just praying for the city. We're praying for the county. And I pray for our leadership capacity and the knowledge to be able to sustain the growth of your place, church. Interestingly enough, on January 30th, 2018, Tyra wrote some things down in her journal. This is what the Lord told her. This is the time. People are coming, and they're coming by the droves before the building. The Lord told her, the growth will force the building. They're coming to see the power of God, God drawn in by the supernatural. If we put the Holy Spirit in our prayers before our services, that is the key. The beacon is the Holy Spirit in prayer. That is the draw. Pray in the Spirit. Pray out secret things. Pray out mysteries. The money for the renovation and prayer are not separate. Our willingness to pray in the Spirit and the speed of our growth as a church are directly related. And I'm sorry to say it took me 10 years to finally realize what God was saying in this moment. Prayer is the answer. Prayer is the key. Prayer is the reason why we have so many stories. I mean, the young lady that was sitting on stage during worship and singing, a few weeks ago she had surgery and the doctors told her it would be months before her throat would heal, before she could even drink or eat food again. We prayed as a church and as a worship team. She woke up and when that Monday she was drinking and today she worshiped God on this stage. Amen? God's moving. His power's real. And God wants to continue to do that. Guys, as I look into the future of your place church, man, we've had over a thousand documented salvations. Now, that's people who filled out the connection card, but who knows how many thousands of people have said yes to Jesus. We know that God has a plan, and he's mobilized us for such a time as this. This week in the paper, we wrote an article. And basically, for those who still read the paper, I know there's a digital version, but um, it says something to the tune of, hey, listen, I know you've heard about us, but you, some of you don't even know where we are still. You've heard stories about your place church. Don't take anybody else's word for it. Come and see for yourself. Come and experience the life change. Come and be a part. We're throwing our doors wide open, and we're inviting people to show up next weekend, even before Easter. You're like, what are we going to do? How are we going to pack them all in? I don't know, <laughs> but I just know this. God has given us a vision, 
And the reason why you're here today is because God has a dream for your life. And he wants you to be a part of this. Guys, this is only the beginning. If I can encourage you, I know right now we're, we're in this big renovation project and it seems like it's slow, but actually it's just the stuff that happens before you go green light. But if you could just lift your eyes up a little bit past the renovation. If you can see where God has brought us in 10 years and just look just past this renovation, you'll begin to see what God is doing. The Bible says in Isaiah 54, enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose nations and settle in their desolate cities. Come on, that's what we're doing. We're spreading out. We're spreading out into other, other parts of Mays County. Genesis 13, the Lord the Lord's beginning. I'm asking what God wants us to do. Like, what's the next step for your place church? And he gives me Genesis chapter 13. He says, look around from where you are to the north and the south, the east and the west. All the land that you will see, I will give to you and your offspring forever. One of our board members, uh, Mike Wallace, was, he and I were talking before first service. And we're outside and we're just kind of having this moment of reminiscing. He was with us in our launch team days. And he was like, Darian, he says, it just dawned on me. A hundred years from now, there's still going to be people talking about the movement that started right here at your place, church. He says, you and I, we're going to be long gone. But the people and the vision and the heart of your place, church, will continue on. We're building something here, guys. We're a part of something. He says, I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if, you, if, if anyone could count the dust then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I am giving it to you. So we're walking new ground right now. We have people in Tahlequah, Oklahoma, right now, who are building relationships. We have people in Miami, Oklahoma, right now, who are building relationships. We have people in Wagner, Oklahoma, right now, right now, building relationships and getting a foundation. Why? Because those are, listen, those are desolate cities that are desperate for a move of God just like this. And we know that God's put it on our heart to go start campuses in those areas, but we got to get past this phase. We got to get past this phase in order to start those phases. Guys, I have couples in our church right now who would go and be a part of another Your Place church. They would go and be a part of another campus right now if we could get past this phase. And I'm not saying rush the phase. Like, we want to enjoy this moment. I mean, we're building a, a beautiful place for the Lord God. And I'm not, I'm not hurrying it up, but I am telling you, it's not over when, the, when that space is open. It's not over when we're sitting in our brand new facility. There is still work to do. Amen, everyone? I know it's been 10 years, but we are just getting started. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with brooks, streams, deep springs, gushing out into the valleys and hills, a land with wheat, barley, vines, fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil, and honey. 
and where bread will not be scarce, and you will lack nothing. A land where the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. And when you have eaten and you're satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the land he has given you. Father, we just pause and we just say thank you. Thank you for doing a work. God, not only in the people of your place, church, but in my heart. Thank you for doing a work in me, Lord. God, 10 years ago, we had no idea that any of this would happen. And now here we are. Father, we know there's a vision for the resource centers. There's a vision for the industrial park. There's a vision, Father God, for for even our presence, not only in, in Mays County, but in Northeast Oklahoma, Father. You have a vision for your place, church. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we re-up right now, all of us, we re-up, and we say we're up for the challenge. We're up for the vision. We're ready to step into this thing. We're ready to continue on, Father God. We're ready to do what you've called us to do, and Father, we honor you today in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. You have been listening to a YPC podcast. Visit our website at ypcprior.com to hear more.